my show. But not my show. This is Active FM, this is my show, but not my show with my man Musa. The blues man. Musa, mm. the blues man, yes. <laughs> He's wearing a blue cap, by the way. <laughs> And blue jeans. <laughs> yeah. He has a blue blood. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm killing this guy before we even carry on. <laughs> Interesting. This is Luando from Active FM. This is my show, but not my show. We are in Johannesburg in South Africa. We're still in lockdown stage three. Hey, but we're going forward. <laughs> we're moving forward. Yeah. We, we, we're going to... You know, soon we're going to be fine. We, we will have freedom. You know what I'm saying? The virus will come and go. Many things have come and they're gone. You, and that's the most important thing that, you know, we really don't have to give up on our dreams on what we have. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so basically, yeah, in the world, a lot of people are focused more on the negative stuff. But uh, we serve a God that is positive and a God that overcomes. So we look at the future because we th- uh, we're walking by faith. And yeah, if you're sitting there and you're listening and all afraid, nah, there's no reason to be afraid, man. Rejoice in the Lord and trust me, trust mm. me, trust me. You'll be free. Even in your lockdown, your spirit will be free. Yeah. 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 This is your home. This is a place to be. Yeah. Musa, tell us about your favorite team. My favorite team? So let's talk about your team. Okay. In terms of soccer, yes. Yeah, My favorite okay. team. The first on the chart, the first one, because it's three. <laughs> the first, first, first one is Manchester City. Mm. Number then, two now, right? Yeah, now number two is... Uh, no, I'm saying one <laughs> day. the lock. One the league. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. But, but uh, man, we, we're giving Liverpool a chance, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I like Liverpool, but I don't support Liverpool because they are a good team. Um, For me, to be honest, they nah, work as a team, very good and way. I believe that's why they they have been able to achieve what they have achieved because they work as a team. And I love Man City, and I had a, a strategy about soccer. And when I watched them, I was like, "Wow, these guys!" <laughs> so they challenged me in a way that I had to, you know, look beyond than what I had in my mind to say. This is should this is how you're supposed to to strategize when it comes to soccer. Yeah, man. So tell us about your second team. The second team is Real Madrid. I knew. <laughs> and, and, and yes, Real Madrid is on top. You can't yeah. say second now. Barcelona yeah. second. Yeah, they can stay there. <laughs> we, we're going to win the league. I love uh, Real Madrid. I almost said Barcelona. <laughs> I love Real Madrid. Yeah. I love Real Madrid. Yeah. Not because of Ronaldo, because he left. And I still love Real Madrid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because the of blood. the name. No, well, yes, but <laughs> they're <laughs> real. Sure. They're not Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no real Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the third team is uh, Inter Milan. Yeah, not not everyone knows I support Inter Milan, but uh, yeah, I love Inter Milan because of the rivalry they had with AC Milan. Mm. That's what made me like Inter Milan. Mm. Yeah, because they, you see, AC Milan. What happened? It was one team before. Then they split because AC Milan and Inter Milan. AC Milan only allows players in the past. They only allowed players that were in the country. AC Milan allowed it, like people from outside the country mm. to play for their team. Mm. So I like that because they they were they had diversity. It wasn't all the same thing. Yeah. They they believed in other people. And yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Generous. Yeah. Even with your teams. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're looking at something very interesting, intriguing. What made you a champion? 
<laughs> what so, made you a champion? <laughs> and I know, like, yeah, you see, you. for this for this week, this topic is interesting. I know you're listening, but it's actually something that's funny, and it comes from a scripture. I believe that that's actually funny when Jesus turned over the <laughs> the tables and he started, you know, uh, um, opening the cages that had the birds the doves and all that and just you know throwing away the cash stuff like that but i'm just thinking if musa was there what was he gonna do go under the table <laughs> go under the table and next thing while you're under the table leaving the table is being turned off. what would have have you done and i guess that's actually the problem most of the times we have out of, I mean, if you look at the ramification of the situation, what Jesus Christ actually did at that moment, and most people, you'll find out that they were offended. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? Why? Because they didn't understand the perspective and the reason why Jesus Christ was doing that. And I've actually seen it in my life where I really didn't get along with my mom because <laughs> <laughs> she was strict. She taught me things and I never used to enjoy them. Mm. And I felt like I was not loved. But now I can look back then and I'm like, wow, now I understand the reason. And these are the same things that are building me and they're making me a champion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, if you look at that story, <laughs> yeah, not everyone looks at it in the perspective of they try to get a, a kind of they try to make it sound their way of ah oh, no you can't be selling things at the church and all of those mm. when they look at that story they like making it that way but not seeing the bigger picture of what really happened there mm. jesus uh looked at the hearts of the people the heart wasn't in the church the heart was for them to you know get money off the church so it's important if like uh in a church situation or, or you going to church or ministry wise don't focus your ministry on how much money it brings in mm. rather focus on you know what god will supply whatever i need be generous because uh yeah generosity you get blessings back when you're generous you know mm. and don't focus on the blessings coming back now do it with the genuine heart because jesus there is because if, if let's say you, <laughs> you decide to be like those people in your ministry like oh, okay let me make money off this and all of that if you look at the pandemic now Look at it carefully. Where's all those prophets before the pandemic? Where are they mm. now? Why, why are they not preaching? Because mm. in their lives, the tables have been turned over. Yeah. The, the, yeah, whatever they were selling is gone now, you know? Mm. Because that's how you see the heart. Yeah. Now, Jesus is looking at your heart and what are you doing in this ministry? Mm. That's when God is going to supply, you yeah. know? So, yeah, that's, that's basically... I have a, a, a different background because I grew up in villages, <laughs> yeah. so more like being a hunter, but it, that was not just one a, a aspect of life. There were many things, you know, being involved, we would make uh, uh, cars out of, you know, fences, we would make cars out of uh, clay, we would go to the bushes and we would be doing, you know, different things. But it was an interesting, you know, background. And I think I also spoke about the fact that, you know, when we were young, we were very, very creative. And I came to Joburg and life is, 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 is different. Like coming to a city where now people, it's like from being young, the only thing that they pursue is um, 
It's PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> but in Eastern Cape, man, we didn't care if we don't have a ball. You know, it was great to have a nice ball that they bought, but we make balls out of out of plastics. You know, we wouldn't oh, yeah. bought. And sometimes when you didn't do something right, a the granny man will come fetch you by <laughs> playing with the other kids, <laughs> chase you with a belt. <laughs> Where are the sheep? Where are the goats? Because <laughs> you're supposed to bring back the flocks. <laughs> To home, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. we had those responsibilities, and those were the things, you know. We we really didn't, you know, uh, look at them and we see them as important. But if you look behind that, how we were taught to take responsibilities, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. that when we grow up, we grow up in the right form. And um, I guess in our nation, this I'm gonna talk about. It's very, very, very important. I've actually seen and I've heard also about how, you know, uh, family structure, even in America, was actually, you know, being dismantled. And I've actually seen the same thing here in South Africa. I mean, we, we, we actually going through some tragedies where women are being beaten by men and, and being killed, raped. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you look at that and you actually see that even our top leaders and maybe you're like yeah you're talking and it's, it's like you you're just going to something else and you're not sticking to what you have been you know <laughs> yeah, talking about from the bible but yeah. i mean it's exactly the same thing mm. look at what they did in the bible you know they changed the whole thing when jesus christ actually turned the tables over is because people we had to make sure that you know the structure of the temple and how things supposed to be done in the temple are the way they're supposed to be with the same people that allow the market so that allowed the temple to be turned into a market you know the temple became like a trading port and that was a problem because Jesus Christ is telling them this is the house of prayer it's very 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 important this is the house of what of prayer but what I love is that Jesus what Jesus did he found himself Jesus was among, he was in the middle and in the midst of the governors of that time. Because these priests, these Pharisees, those were the people that had the law. Those were the people that gave people direction. Those were the people that actually, you know, caused Israel to be where it was at that time, you know. And they allowed this to happen. Why? Because it was about power. It was about money. It was no more about God. Why would you turn a temple into a market? It's because it's about what? It's about money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this is the thing that we're actually facing in, in, in our nations that you know what I'm saying? Government, in a way, government is not what government is supposed to be. Because now it has become about our power. I love when I look at the scripture and I see something in the scripture, just a moment, just an event that really reflects something that's happening in our, in our day. And that's why I know the Bible is true. And what happened was that, you know, the structure of how <coughs> things were supposed to be at the time of Jesus was destroyed. And Jesus came to bring back the structure. Jesus came back to do what? Most of the times, like, yeah, but I need a vision. Wow. But sometimes God has given the vision. 
but the vision has no effect why because the structure that's supposed to do what to carry the vision is being dismantled so now what needs to be done not that you receive the vision what you need to do is you fix the structure in order for the vision to carry on you know successfully and you look at our nation and things that people they fight for and you're thinking wow this is a problem because whatever that people have been fighting for i mean politics and all that whatever they have been fighting for it doesn't solve the problem that we're having you know the increasing crime you hear that you know this man killed this woman and all that the reason why these things are happening is because our government has not been looking at fixing these problems that we're having today and what happened was that during the apartheid time black families i don't like actually calling people black everyone is a human being yeah and i mean the native south african natives they were actually they had their family structures you know being destroyed because now black men as i'm saying black men the, the men of that time had to come from rural er, rural areas and come to cities and and look for jobs and all that you know what i'm saying and now the wives would be back at home and as they come here the distance you know the children growing up without their fathers and what would happen is that now when these men they come to the cities they will find other women yeah. they will start developing and there was this like a, a different form of life that took place you know what i'm saying and they started having kids with other women stuff like that something happened and these kids as they grow up they grew up without fathers without being given direction i mean when you go back to rural areas it's not happening as it was used to happen when i was growing up because it was very important for a family to have a son it was very important that you know as a as a girl you can't just go to all like date anywhere you know what i'm saying the yeah. way instructions you you would be in, in trouble and what happened is that now we have fathers and even us as guys we are growing up and we have no direction we have never seen how a woman is supposed to be treated you know what i'm saying yeah, and true sometimes you go on with our cultures like you know supposed to have like you know uh, my, my grandfather dated like uh, i had five wives <laughs> so we always go with something that pleases us that gives us pleasure you yeah. know what i'm saying i mean if you have five wives you're gonna have more sex do you understand what i'm saying but we neglect the other stuff that they taught us like respect stuff like that yes. you know but what i'm saying is but our government is saying nothing about family structure and i don't remember any government surely they are in the world of nations that talk about family structure that talk about the child having being raised by the mother and the father yeah you know what I'm, that's why you're gonna allow many things you know abortion you're gonna allow your pedophilia stuff you're gonna allow you know uh, um men to sleep with men stuff like that you know what i'm saying why because you don't understand what structure is you know what i'm saying you don't understand what family is you know mm -hmm. and you look most of the leaders that we have they don't even have their families right and that's the most important thing that we need and jesus wants us as christians because i mean if you are a christian what does that mean that means you have to be like jesus and jesus was in the midst of what of the governors 
and unless we like Jesus if we're not in the midst of governors and we're fixing the structure in this world in this country then we can never see the change yeah we can never see the change yeah now that's yeah that was deep eh? mm. <laughs> that was deep the concept you brought it in yeah because uh yeah with families yeah that's that's the main problem mm. <laughs> the family structure that's the main problem yeah man. your background with my background completely different <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be uh, i would run away from the goats then go to the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd run away from the goods. I was, I was, I was raised like in you know, a modern family. Yeah. Yeah, we were, you know, everything I asked for, most of the stuff I got. You were given. Yeah, it wasn't really <laughs> like the struggle, struggle, struggle. But yeah. obviously, uh, I wasn't raised with both my biological pr- parents. Yeah. So the parents that I had, yeah, they always used to spoil me and all of that. So mm. that's the life I know. I don't know the life of cows. Eh? Mm. And I, I'm, I'm sweaty by blood. But if I go to Swaziland or go to KZN, mm. uh, it's going to be like, oh, hey, you know, they're going to tease yeah. me or what. Yeah. But um, the lesson you need to get from for today is that um, in terms of how we, we're doing stuff, how, how we see the Bible, because the show, it's fun but also goes in depth about how we need to view the bible because there's a lot of people who view the bible in the, in the yeah. wrong way you know yeah yeah we need to start viewing the bible in the right way and ask and i know people ask questions like okay how do you review the, the, the bible in the right way mm. and it's through prayer <laughs> honestly it's through prayer yeah. before you read your bible pray yeah god will always show up if you ask him to yeah 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 and um so with the stuff that we we spoke about one thing but I understand is that you will find that though we have like different backgrounds, I don't think that's like a big negative impact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. But the biggest thing is that either you grew up, let's say, in, in rural areas or in cities, but the most important thing, what counts is that, was your dad there? Was your mother there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what values did they actually lighten up in your mind? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And most of us, either we in cities, I mean, I was in Eastern Cape and I didn't have that much. I was in villages, I didn't have that much because my dad was not there, my mother was not there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And But one of the things I know is that you can have so much, either you there, but the most important thing is that your parents, they have to be with you. Yeah. I mean, it took two people to bring you into existence, which means it takes two people to raise you up. You know what I'm saying? If you are being raised up by one person, you're actually not complete. There's a formation that's missing in your life. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have a right dad as a woman, what's going to happen is that you're not going to know what is the right man to marry. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have a right man, as as sorry, if you don't have a right mother as as a young boy, you're not going to, you're going to struggle to actually, you know, have standards yeah you know when you're a guy we have standards you can't just go for any girl you know you know what i'm saying and but those things are the things that we're supposed to be getting from our families Mm. and we 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 actually hurting and this is the biggest thing israel was where it was because of such people i mean they were they were under the rule of um the emperor caesar yeah they shouldn't have to be the reason why they ended up there is because they carried on living the life of sin yeah you know they carried on living the life of what of rebelling against god and yes we pray we're not perfect 
And sometimes we can not we cannot actually change ourselves, but we depend on God. You know what I'm saying? And for me, the most important thing is that we need to stand for humanity. Just look at people. People are suffering. Why? Because of leaders. And I love the fact that today we can look at ourselves and we see ourselves as leaders. Obviously, we don't look at people and blame them. Yeah, but you, the president, this and this and this. Yeah. You pray for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they, we pray. Why? Because we see that there's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? And the biggest thing I think that hit me, to be honest, was the fact that I realized that, you know, my children won't have the freedom I have. Mm. If I don't stand, I have freedom, but I feel like I don't have enough freedom, but my children won't have freedom that I have. Because we're looking at the world and people are fighting for pedophilia, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Where old men can uh, it, it will be legal for old men to sleep with children you know what i'm saying and imagine my daughter being sleeping with an old man do you understand yes. which means she doesn't uh, have the freedom that i had yeah. you know what i'm saying and i mean <clears throat> if now this whole thing about men sleeping with men uh, i mean it's illegal already so m now if a man wants to sleep with my young boy it's a problem because <laughs> yeah. it's pedophilia. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So my boy won't have the freedom that I have today. You see what I'm saying? And that's the most, most important thing. And the biggest war is against human being. Whenever a certain, you know, a, a, a community of humanity or part of humanity is being discriminated against, that is against humanity yeah. it's not just against certain people it is against humanity, humanity yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's the most important thing that we need to stand for humanity think about people who are being killed because of abortion it's a problem you know what if you standing there you were aborted so you're standing and you protesting abortion legal make it legal <laughs> what if you were aborted yeah because you don't know how it feels why because you know that child in in, in the womb mm. you know what i'm saying what a rejection that has been given to people and we need to stand for the to be the voice of those who are not heard and yeah so i believe there's so much that we need to do as christians there's so much that we need to do as christians yes. because there is really something against humanity i mean if you, even if you, you look at this virus thing it's against humanity mm. you know what i'm saying and that's the most important thing and just last thing learning about the temple the bible says your body is the temple of the holy spirit which means you're supposed to be holy and what are you doing with your body exchanging maybe you're a woman there and you're exchanging your body like they were doing here for money you know what i'm saying you're exchanging your body for what for pleasure you know what i'm saying but more important something that's holy i don't know if we understand this term it's something that has value you know what i'm saying when david was in the in <laughs> interesting when david was in the battle so he had these guys around him and then he started fighting with Goliath, uh, Goliath's uh, brother, who was a giant also. And that guy was making sure that he's going to kill David. <laughs> and David now, he was old, he didn't have that enough strength, you yeah. know. And one of his guys actually rescued him and they said, we won't have you again coming to the battlefield. 
Why? Because we need you as a lamp of Israel. Yeah. We need you as a lamp of what? Of Israel. Which, they, which means they saw that this guy is off value. Why? Because he was living a holy life. Mm. And that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. His guys, not just him, his guys also wanted the best for the people of Israel. And that's something that's amazing. You know, when we can have rulers that want the best for people. So we're going to close in prayer. Musa is going to lead us in prayer. Okay. Uh, let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this wonderful day you've given us. Lord Father God, thank you for the teaching that we will apply. And thank you, Lord Father God, that you want best for us, Lord Father God. Thank you, Jesus, for opening our minds through this session of learning. And thank you, Lord Father God, that we can have fun doing your ministry. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Active FM. Radio has never been better.